971 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Appreciate you being with us this afternoon. A reminder, we'll speak with Jim Carafano today at 1.25 p.m. to get an update on what is taking place in the Middle East. So stick around for that. We're also going to give away another Cardinals 12 Days of Christmas giveaway prize pack. It's a bobblehead pack. We'll tell you more about that a little bit later in the show, but keep it right here on the Annie Fry Show so that you can be one of the winners of our 12 Days of Christmas giveaway with the St. Louis Cardinals. Let's get to our next guest. I'm very excited to bring onto the show Larry Alex Taunton. He's an author and columnist, and I came across his Twitter thread, and it it just it took me it took my mind, it took my heart, it took everything, and I just felt I had to talk to this man. Larry, thank you for coming on with us today. <laughs> thank you, Annie. It's a pleasure to be with you. So I just um, I just read the Twitter thread in the last segment for my audience, so that they could hear you talking about how women make the holidays. And and the thing that really kind of stopped me in my tracks, I mean, Twitter, first of all, is it's a hell site. It's just a cesspool of, of course. <laughs> anger. And when I came across your thread, it was such a bright spot. And I thought what you did was so bold, which is compliment women for being women. Well, you're kind to say so, Annie. I, I actually wrote it um, with the expectation it would be deemed very controversial and I uh, would be dragged across concrete. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but I thought, you know, there are these kinds of things that are not actually really controversial. I mean, it's just, it's just straight. I mean, this is just middle of the road, you know, commentary for, you know, for most of American history. And now we find ourselves in this bizarre culture that thinks it's okay to, you know, to turn women into men and men into women and, you know, the transing of children and all these bizarre things that are going on. And I, I was sitting when I, what, what inspired that thread is I was sitting in, you know, in front of my, you know, fireplace at home. And I was just appreciate, I was watching my wife as she was transforming her house into, you know, she's getting ready for, we just hosted my youngest son's wedding. And so we were, we were hosting a reception after the wedding at our home. And, but this is what she does every year anyway, you know, so, and she enjoys it. She likes doing it. And then she's giving me little samples of things that, you know, that are coming, you know, out of the kitchen. And I was just feeling quite nostalgic because I was mindful that, you know, as I was a child, a little boy, as I mentioned in that thread, uh, my mother's Canadian, but my father is from from South Alabama or L.A., as we say in the uh, colloquial <laughs> lower lower Alabama. Um, um, but I, you know, my Irish, you know, literally off the boat from Ireland, um, Irish grandmother, she had this old coal stove, and um, you know, it had these you know these big thick lids that you you know that you put down over the over the top of the burner, and those were warm, and she would sit me on top of that. So much so that it had a little indention, you know, from where I'd sat on it and other grandchildren over the years. And um, it would watch her just do her thing. And I would just sit there and, you know, and chat with her. And she liked that. She liked for me to be in there with her while she's doing that. And, and I liked it. And same with my uh, South Alabama grandmother, who, as I say in the thread, was the vastly um, superior uh, cook. Um, and I would sit in the kitchen with her and you know, and then with my own mother and now with my wife and, you know, the kitchen in America is kind of a gathering place. Right. And there's often a reason for that. And I know that there are some women who would say, well, you know, he needs to do this and he needs to, however you choose to divide the duties. But I come from a fairly traditional home and, 
And my own home is, is quite traditional in this regard. And part of our division of duties is I generally take care of everything outside the house. Today, I had the pleasant task of meeting guys who came to um, pump my septic tank. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then dealing with an electrician today, you know, my, my wife just kind of expects me to handle those things. And I do. And generally things on the in, inside, for the most part, unless it's, you know, some kind of some kind of manual, you know, type thing. She, she, she does, and she loves doing them. And, um, and cooking is part of that. And I like kind of sitting there and I have my whole life just enjoyed sitting in uh, with a woman, you know, when she's cooking and it's, it's, I think I'm not the only man, you know, who likes that. There's something, there's something very feminine in that. There's something very wonderful um, in that. You know, we're speaking with Larry Alex Taunton. He's an author and a columnist. You can follow him on Twitter at Larry Taunton, online at LarryAlexTaunton.com. Um, the, the thing that strikes me so much about, you know, your willingness to sit there and have these experiences and put them on Twitter and even know that when you're putting them on Twitter, there are going to be people who do not like this, especially on Twitter. That's like where they're condensed yeah, in one place. Maybe TikTok, but I'm not on TikTok. And what you, you decided to still put it out there. And it was so rare for me to consume something like that, even though everything you said in your thread is so blatantly obvious. And yeah, the, of course, the vast, anybody with any sense knows so. Yes, the vast majority of people who would read your your thread, if it were just in an article in you know a, a national newspaper or something, they'd go, "Oh, well, that was lovely." Now, maybe on a Twitter thread, they just come angry because most people do on Twitter. But the thing <laughs> that I am really I'm 39 years old. I have four kids. My youngest is two. My oldest is about to turn 14. And for somebody who's a millennial like me, I'm older millennial, but a millennial nonetheless, we still have those traditional experiences with our parents who are mostly boomers, our grandparents who are the greatest generation. And those are our traditions and our memories. But the culture that we're in right now, nobody talks about it. Nobody brings it up because you're just not supposed to. And I feel like in a world where we are supposed to scream at the top of the rooftops how we identify that if you identify as a very traditional person it's time you put that out there in the mix in the noise for people to see it like you did i i agree with that annie and i i also felt that it's important to say it because i don't think that what we're seeing in the culture in, in terms of the annihilation of the distinctions between men and women which are real i mean they're biological uh, distinction. But they're not just biological, they're just innate uh, emotional you know, differences. We, we're oriented in very, very different ways. And the example that I often use is, you know, I'm the father of four. Um, when my children would you know, skin a knee or something like that, and we're outside, they didn't run to me. They would run to their mother. They would all, because they knew they were going to get empathy and something different. And dad's going to, dad's going to, after a minute, say, okay, Junior, you're fine. Now, you know, run along. (laughs) But my children, to this day, they call me, uh, and they're they're all now married as of, you know, as of Saturday. Um, They will call me when they're in trouble. Um, That is to say, when there's, and my children don't get into trouble. I don't mean like legal trouble, but I mean where there's a need. So it's kind of like dad is, you know, the fire extinguisher. So, you know, one of my sons calls me the other day. He's a very successful attorney, and he's chatting. And I said, okay, you don't normally call me up to chat. So what? <laughs> that's usually your mother. So what is it that you're needing? And he chuckled and said, well, I was wondering. You Since know, so, you asked. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. And that, that tends to be the way most relationships. I was much closer in a lot of ways to my mother than I was to my father, but my father was who I went to when I needed a mountain moved. And I think that's just kind of the way it tends to be. But let me give you another little example that made me think of this and hence write the thread. Several years ago, I had a, a very serious traumatic accident. I broke my back in, in, uh, in many places in my neck and shattered my jaw in the mm. back of my skull and all my ribs. And I was in ICU for a very long time. And as a Christmas tradition, I typically take my boys to a bowl game. Uh, it's one of the college football bowl games. Mm-hmm. So I, I, uh, I had bought them tickets that year, and I'm out of the hospital. I've been out of the hospital for maybe a month or so, but I am not well. But I decided I need to do this. So we're going to go up to Nashville and go see Notre Dame play. I think it was LSU mm. at the Music City Bowl, but it was, it was unseasonably cold. It was a wet southern you know, cold. So it's, let's say, 40 degrees outside, a light drizzle, and I am, I am in a lot of pain. So I call a friend, um, she and her husband, they've been very dear friends of ours, and you might even call them, you know, kind of mentors to me and my wife. They're, they're in their early 70s. I've known them for a very long time. And I called them up. They live in Franklin. And I said, hey, how are you guys doing? And I start dropping little hints <laughs> that I am in. And she said, would you guys like to come over for dinner this evening? And, you know, why don't you come and stay the night? And I was, of course, I was hoping she would say this because – you know, I'm I'm not doing really well, and I don't want to drive all the way home. And right. when we get there, and I, I I shared this thread with her, and I said, "This is part. You're one of the reasons I wrote this." We get there, and it's like she's been anticipating our coming. I mean, this was Donna Reed welcoming George <laughs> Bailey home. <laughs> yeah, and we come into you know it's it's a, it's a, it's after Christmas, and she pulls out a chicken parmesan, which she knows to be my favorite. And she, I didn't even know these existed anymore. But she had one of these hot water bottles that she had put into the bed that I would be sleeping in. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I didn't know there was such a thing like that anymore. I thought that was just something I'd seen in cartoons. And we come in, and, and she has a fire going, and there's her husband, who's such a gracious host. And they have a seat by the fireplace that they save for me when I'm there, and I'm sitting there. And I'm just, I'm just, just basking in but the physical and emotional warmth of the moment as she's sitting there, you know, making this chicken Parmesan and a cheesecake. And I'm thinking, and she pours me a hot um, chocolate. And anyway, the point being that she's so typical of many of the women of my generation that I grew up with, um, who were my aunts, my, my grandmothers, my mother, uh, and now my wife, who are just such gracious hosts, but they also bring a certain uh, je ne sais quoi. They just yeah. got a little extra something that that makes a house a home. And I feel like women like that aren't often appreciated at this time of year the way that they ought to be. Because I, I think, you know, you, you mentioned that you're, you're married, you have children. I'm sure your husband appreciates this. A lot of times we just don't think to say these things. Sure. We're enjoying them. We just don't, We just don't say them. And I think it's important to say them, especially now in a culture where, where authentic femininity, traditional femininity, is not only being um, annihilated, but it's being actively and aggressively suppressed. If you like, if, if you're a contented uh, wife and mother and you're happy, the left hates you. Right. 
they hate you. And I think it's all the more uh, important that we celebrate you. Yeah, I, that is that is 100 percent the sentiment that I got from your writing and, and just the appreciation that you had for the things that your your wife does, that your your you know, the, the women in your family have done for you. And the thing that is so important is that you said it out loud, even though you knew that it was not going to be necessarily the easiest thing for some people to hear. And some people might get angry. I don't I doubt anybody's anger on Twitter stole even an ounce of your joy of watching <laughs> your wife do what she does in the household to, to get well, and read, read the comments, read the comments of some of the lovely women who have responded to say, thank you, thank you for saying this. Um, we so appreciate you saying this. And how many men responded by saying, you know, amen, 100%. Yes. This is also true. This is true of my wife. This is true. And I love the women, you know, who had responded and saying that not just thank you, but saying we love doing this. Yes. yes. This is who we are. We love doing this. And see, I think the way it is, the culture is trying to define it now is to say that somebody like my 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 wife or my grandma they were victims they'd be they would deeply offended by the notion that serving their family and their friends is victimhood mm-hmm. they don't see it that way yeah I doubt you've ever delivered orders of how to decorate the house and when to have it done by. <laughs> not 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 once and again I'm happy to help and I do help you know there I brought uh you know brought in the tree and I I get on the ladder and, you know, put the star up and I, you know, you know, the garland that's up high, I do that stuff. But, you know, here she was doing this. And then my daughters-in-law, who are all lovely people, and at the time, my future daughter-in-law, but now is my daughter-in-law as the last few days, they all come in and start chipping in and bringing dishes and doing all these things that, you know, I'm watching this over Thanksgiving. And I'm just thinking, wow. Yeah. Wow. And how lucky are all the men in this family that these lovely women do these things and they do it beautifully and they do it with grace. Mm-hmm. And that's just that just to me is just it's just a wonderful aspect of the way God made women. Yeah. Amen. I, amen to all of it. I mean, the the comfort and joy that you wrote about also brought comfort and joy to all those people who commented. And it certainly did to me as well. And Larry, I would love to have you back on. I've, I've watched some of your stuff on YouTube and am intrigued by some of the bold things you say. And if you will, we'll have you back on again sometime. Soon. I'd be delighted to, Annie. You have a very Merry Christmas. Yep. You as well. Merry Christmas, Larry. We appreciate Take you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Larry Taunton, author and columnist, host of Ideas Have Consequences, and on Twitter, at Larry Taunton. I retweeted that thread, so if you want to go through and read it yourself, he's got photos in there, and they're beautiful photos uh, that kind of go along with illustrating the story as he, as he provided it. And uh, I, I, think it's, I think it's wonderful. And I think these sound, these sound like basic conversations to talk about, you know, and I really appreciate my wife for decorating the house for Christmas. Yeah, I get that that's pretty basic, but it's so unheard of right now to, to celebrate something like that because we're not supposed to put women in those boxes. But in in the moving away from saying, you know, this is something that women do that I like, we've now redefined to the point where it can't be defined what a woman actually is. And how do you celebrate her for that? So I thought he did a wonderful job and I wanted to share it with you and hope it brought you the same joy that it brought me. When we come back, Wiggins America in studio, we'll get Ryan in here uh, to talk a little bit about uh, what stories are making him go, what? Ryan Wiggins in studio with us in a minute. Get more at 971talk.com.